So today, Donald, operating as a profoundly confused whirling dervish, political policy menace, and not understanding his position or that of his party, may have screwed up the GOP's stopgap measure to keep the government running and avoid a shutdown. At 8.37 a.m. today, Donald tweeted, CHIP should be part of a long-term solution, not a 30-day short-term extension. I agree, totally, and so do all the Democrats. Problem is that Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan's latest tactic to try to blame Democrats for a funding bill that Republicans, who have the majority in both chambers of Congress and the presidency, can't seem to pass. Well, their latest tactic has been to add CHIP funding, you know, health care for kids, into the spending bill so that Democrats will have to vote for it. But for a change, Democrats aren't biting. They're calling bullshit on Republicans in Congress who have been so used to getting away by playing an elementary school level. Let's fuck everything up and figure out a way to blame the other side for it. Democrats are also calling bullshit on a self-destructive president who has no idea what the hell he's doing, who the hell he's talking about, who the hell he's talking to, or what his position should be on anything. Republicans all but defunded Chip months ago. They could have just reauthorized it, and it wouldn't suddenly be available as a negotiating tool. Democrats are betting on the fact that voters pretty much know this already, especially those voters, who, voters whose children rely on CHIP. And Donald absolutely blew up a bipartisan deal to not just keep the government running, but to protect the DACA kids from imminent deportation. That's what the whole shithole scandal was, where Donald basically tried to blame his abject bigotry on Senator Dick Durbin. Today, with Donald's typically impulsive, misinformed tweet, he basically undercut the Republicans' efforts to use CHIP as a form of hostage negotiation and provided additional political cover to the Democrats that they didn't even need. Now, the GOP might really like having a misinformed president who doesn't know what the hell he's doing because thus far, his ineptitude has allowed them to push through a tax bill that they've wanted for eons. And they're probably right now so blinded because they're so jacked up on the idea of gutting entitlements like Social Security and Medicaid. And they expect that Donald will allow them to do that, to get away with that. And I think that the potentiality of that forces them not to be able to see what's literally right in front of them, which is the damage that they're actually doing to themselves. This is what drunk with power actually looks like. And if they keep it up, which they will do because they really can't control themselves at this point, the 2018 midterms are going to be far more of a drubbing than any of us can currently predict. Thanks for stopping by. Happy 8 o'clock in the morning, America. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right now, exactly 8.03. It's time for reading my tweets. Always the most exciting morning activity we can engage in. In the background, you're hearing Sesame Street because my son is watching that. Let's start out with Gary Kasparov. He tweeted, I follow him. He's a former Russian chess champion that's here in the U.S. for like a long time. It's a pretty good tweet. Latest painful but true Russian joke. Quote, every country has its own mafia. Putin's Russia is the first where the mafia has its own country, end quote. Next, Gary Vaynerchuk, the awesome Gary Vaynerchuk, tweeted, Yeah, great day to subscribe to the podcast, his podcast. Subscribe to it. I like it a lot. GaryVaynerchuk.com slash podcast. Next, we have Adam Wagner. I don't really know who that guy is. His tweet, this is literally a public testimony of an intelligence expert telling a congressional committee that the President of the United States has verifiable associations with mafia figures in multiple countries and has lied about it. And then he has a, a screenshot of some of the testimony that was released by the House Intelligence Committee yesterday uh, from the uh, 
Fusion GPS from the folks who did the Steel Dossier who, uh, you know, paid for it. If you haven't read any of it, you should. You should go online Google it. I read about 45 pages yesterday. It's not boring. It's worth your time. Next tweet, a retweet from Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Matthew Iglesias is the Twitter tweeter. I, I think he's a reporter, I think. Um, if Representative Meadows or Nunez or whomever thinks this is important, they can have the memo re read into the congressional record instead of grandstanding. He's responding to Jonah Goldberg's tweet. I don't know who Jonah Goldberg is. And the tweet is, I think everyone yelling, release the memo at me, know this. But it's not entirely clear in a few cases. So let me say it outright. I do not have the memo in my possession, nor can I release it. I'm sure they're talking about the Comey memo. Rick Wilson, the next tweeter in my feed. I love Rick. He's a Republican strategist who I would have disagreed with years ago, but he's a, he's a very funny, very sarcastic um, anti-Trump person because Trump's an imbecile. His tweet today, gross, also true. He's responding to a tweet called Stormy with a Chance of Spanking, and the Stormy with a Chance of Spanking tweeted, Roger Stone may be of assistance with the swinging. Yuck. The yuck was my commentary, not part of the tweet. The next tweet, uh, from The Hill, great publication. It's a link to an article, the tweet title, or whatever we'd say. Listen, promises and distrust push Washington closer to a budget brink, and there's an image of Nancy Pelosi. Next one is we have a Twitter business, Twitter ads, ad from Twitter. And the next tweet is a retweet from Ben Smith, who's a reporter who's awesome, and he tweeted Tarini Party. I don't know who Tarini is. I'll click on that later. Her tweet is, with just over 24 hours to go before a government shutdown, 800 Trump fans were celebrating and toasting the president's first year in office at Mar-a-Lago, calling him a damn genius and messiah. Wow. And she was responding to Kate Nocera's tweet, which says, read at Tea Party, who went inside a diehard Trump supporter bash at Mar-a-Lago last night, buzzfeed.com. Well, that tweet pretty much speaks for itself. Have a good day. Check in with you later. Thanks for stopping by.